This time of the week again seems to be coming around thick and fast yeah, these days. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this week we're talking about night flights. Night and flights, yeah. We have got our manager, our record label, one half of the, the record label. Juice Box. A friend, colleague, musician. Mentor. Um, mentor. Sage, spiritual um, guide. The chairman of the cord himself. Squash partner. Yoga instructor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mr. Adam Callan. Mr. Adam Callan. <laughs> You guys are too kind. Hello. How are you? Hey. What's up, man? Yes, Burn. mate. Very well. How's it going? Very good. Very good. Miss you guys. Miss seeing the whole crew. Yeah. Yes, missing you too. No, it's going to be great to get back together and we'll stop all this cyber nonsense. Totally. Where are you now, exactly? I'm taking a few days off, which is a weird thing during this time because, um, you know... It's every uh, day. It's, like it's, a day. You know, it's like, is it on or is it off? It's just surreal, isn't it? But um, yeah, it's been yeah. good to get away from the normal emails and calls and everything else for a few days. Um, mm. You know, totally. for the, well, for those sorry, of, to, um, sorry to take you away from no, that. No, 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 it's all good. It's great to chat to you too. For those of the listeners um, that don't know, these guys have literally guided us from the beginning from telling us to start an artist project to helping us with tunes to overseeing everything and and actually they've been very much the uh, um, kind of leaders of, of the whole of the movement. engine room yeah the exactly. engine room of the project wow. I don't know how, uh, how long ago it was but when we were in Ned's old flat and we all met up and I think you just heard a few demos ads that we'd done and and you came to us with this idea of like you know starting to work together a bit and you know potentially starting an artist project and these kind of early plans of something yeah uh, we had no idea what it was going to be then but we knew that there was sort of an opportunity here to to start making some music and mm. putting records out via Juicebox. well it's been it's been a journey it's been i think for everyone for becky and me and you know the 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 whole the whole team it's been a very collaborative thing which has been really really fun and rewarding and you know the mm. fact that it's been you know that we're building something at the size we are now is just really yeah really it's yeah it's so fun yeah it's awesome also it's amazing that all of us were at the time of our lives that we all were ready for this yeah yeah know? that is quite and could do it do you know what I mean like yeah. we're all yeah and could do it and we're up for it and hungry for it exactly lots of stuff it's quite extraordinary exactly yeah. but but today uh, we're, to we're talking specifically about night flight and actually what happened with that was um ads was incredibly instrumental in starting that we we um he came into the studio as ads often does and and ads himself is a very very good instrumentalist guitarist and bass player i mean you started off playing the bass and then moved into playing guitar mm. yourself and and we were stuck on how did it happen how did i think it? we just signed the publishing deal or something like that and we kind of start, had it in our head that we w needed to write some like massive song you know some big radio hit and we were basically we had like a few weeks of just writing absolute duffers basically <laughs> and there was a few like yeah. ideas we were trying to get excited about but it all started to feel a little bit ungenuine and it was this day that we all got into the studio and we had a long chat about it and we were like actually we 
we need to strip it back, bring it back to like music that we really want to put out, work to mm. our strengths. And after this, you know, couple two hours chat and like, you know, just talking about where we want Frank Moody to go. It's true, actually. It was cool. And we just all picked up instruments and got going. And no, I remember that really clearly, actually. And Neddy in particular was like, I just don't want to write with a preconceived idea in mind and just go for it. And had and like in a way it felt like we couldn't have just done that or you guys couldn't have just done it with no idea in mind before having that chat but once we'd had the chat uh you could then sort of forget it all and just and just have fun and make something and yeah um, it felt like a real lease of life didn't it, and, it felt um, like, yeah. and it was fun and i actually hadn't played the bass for a long time but came up with that um very simple bass line as a groove oh, and then killer and then neddy had the little um little guitar line that sort of flickered either side of it and then you on the keys And it just the grief came together. It's a lot of fun. Well, it, was, it was like a fun, kind of. It? it felt a bit like a kind of, you know, a, a Jenga set. You know, it's like three bits, <laughs> yeah, yeah. three blocks, perfectly snapping together. It was really, but that actually was massive. I, I remember the groove was just instant. It was pretty that instantaneous. Was it. It was three really solid parts all locking together, which yeah. just ended up being the foundation of the tune. You know, the bass line, the guitar trucking part, and the, and the keys line. And it was just like, okay, that is the groove. And then aside the from of, the middle eight or the bridge, you guys, that's basically the whole tune, isn't it? Verse, chorus, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. And With it's just little frills coming in and out. Yeah, really. it feels like one of those things as well that you could just you could. Ha- I mean, it's one you always know it's good when you can just have it on loop. That groove just on loop for for hours and hours, and it doesn't it doesn't really get too boring. I mean, if I do, but I mean, like it, it's really it's, it's certainly got a, it makes you want to kind of get up and dance and. No, it's like fresh. That. It's fresh. And one thing I love that um, that Joe did in the mix with uh, with with your with the, your baseline as well. He put a tiny little bit of reverb uh, on yeah. the neutron channel. And uh, that gives it real character when the bassline drops on the record. Yeah. And then um, yeah. I remember though that the I remember Neddy had this was a good insight for me into your writing process was Ned had his notebook or on his phone like just a load of random words and imagery and things like and, rolls. and yeah just everything from <laughs> from 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 like uh yeah from like you know the window Shopping window list. cleaner to yeah, toilet roll to uh to you know and then there was that one night owl which was yes. there which was what we started with and like we kind of knew we wanted it to be something to do with this character at night that was something to do you know something after dark you know going out had a, had that feeling but night owl mm. didn't quite fit and eventually i think we'd left it with neddy and he came up with night night flight as the as the no well thing. we were what we were talking Piece about unbridled uh, we were talking genius. about night moves weren't we oh uh, yeah night that moves was, that was that, a, a bob seger song it's a bob seger song but then we song. were like what about night flight and then yeah. 
I remember that clicking in the studio. It was great. Uh, yes, suddenly like, it okay, was. we got it. Like yes. it's about us strapping strapping in in a in a spaceship <laughs> nice. and sort of taking off. Also, the other thing about the record is that it's one of the it's the best sounding record. I think one of the best sounding records. It's really warm. Yeah, it's very Just warm. Just the whole I sound of it. It's a really. I'm not really sure either. I think it's I think it's this combination of the sonics of the parts, but but also Joe's mix. I mean, he nailed yeah. it. It's really it's yeah. really cool. Things like that reverb on the bass and the way the drums coming in and out and and just the bit yeah, that kills me is that slightly distorted guitar after the it's after the bridge, isn't it? When it comes back into yeah, that the final feedback chorus. Guitar. the feedback guitar and that feels like it was like recorded in Los Angeles in some really really big studio you know with with <laughs> with you know A-list producers and engineers yeah 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 but yeah. actually it was just in the little little cool cupboard shed in, in uh, yeah, Kensal exactly. um, making a cup of tea it, it sort of had that it had that feel I met actually hearing it on the radio and um, I think Phil Taggart or someone played it and it felt really um yeah, with the compression that the radio puts on it I remember that part it all just felt really exciting and it's always the bit that goes off live as well that, that yeah. when you hear that feedback guitar coming in it's just like whoo yeah. you're taking off I actually think that is the moment of the live set which we always get people yeah. there's an energy change in the room at that point in the gig I don't know makes you want to get going yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no it's a great it's a great bit and then the backing vocals the what is it? Uh, can you, can you feel, feel that, that buzz, buzz now, baby? A feel little the bit heat of, a, of the thrust. Yeah, a little yeah, bit of yeah. a nod to uh, Buzz Aldrin there. Can you feel that buzz now, baby? Do you feel the heat of the thrusters blazing? A little bit of yeah. Really, really player. good. Yeah. I love that. I love singing that. It's so good. Uh, lyrically and stuff, we were on quite a kind of spacey tip at that time. You know, a lot Tree. of the a lot of the imagery was kind of around um, space and definitely this kind of weird futuristic thing. I don't know. It's also the, it's also like the excitement of like you know the, of going out and at night and the, that sort of threshold from the normal of your day and the working day into crossing over the threshold into the sort of delirious and um, sort of excitement of um, mm. you know a show night or a party or a rave mm. and I yeah, feel like a festival that or whatever it is, and a yeah. festival I feel, and like yeah it's obviously a pretty well used metaphor but launch, being yeah. launched um Yes, into yes. this other but, into this other place. Well, ads. I mean, without you, this would never have happened. Yeah, without any 100%. of us, it was, it's, we should do it again sometime. Well, um, I'm when bang we up for it. when together. we can when we can all get back together. I'd love to do a bit more playing. Definitely, definitely man. Definitely. Maybe the key is for us to write three months worth of duffers before, and then we'll, <laughs> and then we'll, and then we'll have and a really long, overly philosophical, <laughs> introspective <laughs> chat about about life, and then yeah. uh, and then we'll all pick up some instruments, and then probably nothing will happen. But we'll, yeah. but we'll, we'll give, and we would have forgotten how to we'll play. Give it a go. <laughs> we'll give it a go. Exactly. Oh, mate. Well, thanks for thanks for coming on and chatting. There, it's, it's great to speak to you yeah, guys. Man. Big love. And uh, nice love speak soon. Ciao. I, I love it. 
Oh, so good to have ads on the line. Yeah, um, very nice. Very can't nice. give that man enough enough credit for how much he does. And Becky and the whole yeah. team at Juicebox. We're um, Natty we and earlier. Bobby Chasler. And I think it's cool now. Ads has gone just to go through a couple of those parts. Uh, it's quite fun to isolate these things. I mean, the first one um, of note is the oboe melody. And actually, that was in that day with ads. Um, it was one of those weird things where we were like, okay, I should get the oboe out, do something like, you know, quite long notes, legato sort of style thing. And I think we basically sung the same melody together. We'd never, we, you know, we hadn't discussed it. And uh, it was one of those things that was just like, we sung it to each other whilst we were setting the mic up and then just get it in, you know, it's just, that was it. No questions, no tweaks, no. Um, yeah. And then with the strings, kind of wanting to just support that melody really it didn't mm. need to do anything other than that um but the the sonics of that uh, against the kind of that trucking groove underneath is is beautiful yeah definitely um, really, really worked. It, it sits on top doesn't it you, you have this bed um and then you have at the top you have the strings and the oboe and then in the middle you have the kind of vocals and again mm. with the vocals it was um it was little pockety vocals like stuff that was pretty percussive and rhythmic and and then the next thing that comes in is the that sh101 synth part which i call the rave machine it's full of little nuggets that we've mm. just inserted here and there to decorate that groove yeah, um, it's funny, like live, uh, the chorus probably drops harder, wouldn't mm. you say? Like, there's a yeah. real emphasis as we go into it, we really hit it hard with crash and stuff like that. Yeah. But somehow the record just, it, it's it's a less of a lift, but it's just quite cool. It just it's quite, stays It's a deeper there. drop. It's a it's deeper a deep, drop. Yeah. But it's but one trick that we did on the record is, and we and Dan does it live as well, is, is, is the chorus has got um, a, a slightly weightier kick drum than the verse. Mm. Um, so Dan does a quick changeover on the on the patch uh, live just to, to make that give that top end on the kick, which just makes it punch a little bit harder. Um, but yeah, there's also like this is some of my um, favorite like Hammond parts in, the, in this record as well. There's the melody at the beginning, um, a little counter melody, and then there's a little bit of source before the chorus drops. And then actually on the chorus, this trick on the Hammond where you, without going into it too much, but there's draw bars on the Hammond with, with, which has, uh, with, with different frequencies. So you have eight draw bars and basically lower frequencies at the bottom. And usually, uh, you know, you can play around with the, with the draw bars to get your different tones. Um, but for this one, it started a, long, a big swoop from the bottom of the keyboard to the top. Um, but as I went up, I took away all the bass tones so it's kind of like doing a high pass filter um, and then ends up with this chord just hanging on the top throughout the whole chorus and it's really subtle and you just I doubt you had ever really heard it in the record but I isolate it now but it just kind of gives this air this kind of high pedal drone note to the chorus yeah. um, so that came out real nice all right i hope you enjoyed um thanks for listening as always and um we'll see you next week thank you all right bye